Liran Hirschkorn, your host of the e-commerce mindset podcast. And in this episode, you're going to hear a talk I did last month in Israel at Ecom Tel Aviv. And I spoke about how the focus of Amazon advertising is going to shift from focusing on things like ACOS and tacos on to focusing on the customer journey. Also talk a little bit about AI. So hope you enjoyed the episode. The episode is sponsored by Incrementum Digital, where we help brands scale their business on Amazon. You can check out incrementumdigital.com as well as 8fig.com. 8fig helps you scale your business with the power of supply chain planning tools and growth capital. Enjoy this episode. So actually, what I want to talk about today is the future of ads and the way that we do ads today or the way that you look at ads today, which is like ACOS, TACOS, ROAS, I think is going to change in the next year. So what I'm going to talk about today, I think many of you have not heard of the Amazon Marketing Cloud, or actually raise your hand if you've heard of the Amazon Marketing Cloud. Okay, so we have a few hands. We have a few hands. Okay, better. And that's what I'm going to be talking about. So you may not have a use for it today, but I believe that in the future you will. So when you hear about the Amazon Marketing Cloud, you're going to hear more and more about it in the next year. You'll say you saw it in Tel Aviv first, all about it. What we're going to talk about today is an intro to myself, to Amazon Marketing Cloud. We're going to talk about the use cases of AMC. We're going to talk about how to access it. We're going to talk a little bit about AI for Amazon businesses. And if we have time and you guys aren't starving, we could do some Q&A. But I'm actually very privileged to be here in Israel. I was born in Israel. I can say that I come from my advertising in my DNA. My grandfather designed the original Baha'i Temple here in Israel. My grandfather also made the logo for Eged in Israel and had a, he was a painter and he made these ads in Israel back when ads were done with pen and paper. So it's a privilege to, to be here. A little of my journey, I started selling on Amazon in 2014. I was born in April 1981, so I have to fire the person on my team who made this graphic. And started selling on Amazon 2014, 2015, built my own brands, developed a few patents, sold a brand to a competitor, and then started focusing on also helping sellers with advertising, with their listings. Last year, we managed about $60 million in ad spend, and hopefully this year, we'll hit, we'll hit $100 million in ad spend. So we have a lot of data in terms of what's going on. We're, we're an Amazon advanced partner with, with Amazon, and we get a lot of information on what are the things that are coming. So the Amazon Marketing Cloud, this is the official definition, I'll break it down for you, is a suite of advertising and marketing tools designed to help businesses optimize their advertising campaigns, manage customer data, and measure the effectiveness of their marketing efforts. Probably doesn't really mean anything to anyone here, so what I'm going to do is break it down to help you understand better what that means. Okay, so the prediction, as I said earlier, by let's say 2025, about a year and a half now, every single Amazon seller will be using AMC. Okay, so what's the current problem today with ads? Or let's talk about the customer journey. Okay, customer journey, this could be off Amazon, on Amazon, but customer's journey, customers looks for a water bottle, they search, they click on a paid ad, they say, okay, they're looking at things, they see different colors, they say, okay, I want green, they go back, they search green water bottle, they may click on another ad, another product, they then see, they see a, a shopping ad, they click on that, and eventually they buy. And customers are not doing one search and buying. And I know for me, we buy a lot of stuff on Amazon. 
I never, it's very rare for me to do one search and then I buy a product, right? I do a search, I see some things, I go back, and then I buy. And so what AMC does is it allows you to see the full customer journey, okay? The full path to conversion. So I'll explain what that means. But let's go through a scenario, okay? So an Amazon shopper clicks on a sponsored brand video ad and goes to your listing, and they don't buy. Later that day, they remember, later that day, they scroll a website, and they see a retargeting ad, okay, for your product, and they remember they need to buy this item. They go back to Amazon. The retargeting ad was off Amazon. They see it. They go back to Amazon, and they search the brand name, and they click on the top-sponsored top sponsored product, and they buy, okay? So question for you. What gets attribution? So this is a question. What gets attribution in this scenario for the sale? What's that? Last click. Last click gets attribution. So the question is, were all the ads that they first saw and interacted with wasted spend? No. According to the data, yes. So this is the problem. The problem is those ads, like you said, no, because those ads help them discover the product, help them see they got retargeted, they bought, but they look like wasted spend in the data, okay? And that's a problem. And this has been the traditional problem with advertising and attribution-based advertising is that we have these different stages of the funnel from awareness, right? An ad that you might see for a product you don't know about, you get aware of it. Something consideration type ad, maybe you looked at similar products and now you're seeing an ad for something else. And then we have the bottom of the funnel, conversion and loyalty. And the attribution of the sale is always at the bottom of the funnel. But what if you're doing ads at the top of the funnel? So if you're doing ads at the top of the funnel, very often you can't measure their success. And this is the biggest, biggest complaint or question we get about DSP. So who here has tested or tried Amazon DSP? A few hands. If you have, one of the biggest questions is, I don't actually know if it's effective, right? Especially if you've done things more in the upper funnel, streaming TV, TV ads, or anything like video ads or awareness campaigns when you can target different audiences on Amazon, it's very challenging to know because the sale you often see at the bottom of the funnel. Somebody sees an awareness ad, they go to Amazon, they search, they might click on the sponsor products, or they go to the listing and then they get retargeted and then the attribution goes to the retargeting ad. Unless they're buying the first time they go to Amazon, you're not gonna get the attribution at the top of the funnel, and that is the problem. And this is what Amazon is trying to solve with the Amazon Marketing Cloud. They're gonna show you, you had, let's say you had a product that sold 5,000 units that month. They're gonna show you 1,000 people searched, clicked on sponsor product, clicked on sponsor brand, purchased, okay? So you'll be able to understand what the what that, how different ad types are working together. The reason why I say about a year from now it's going to apply to everybody is because today it's mainly used if you use DSP, but it's going to be uh, more used for sponsor product, sponsor brand, sponsor display when Amazon has all this uh, data out. And I believe everybody, whether you're doing DSP or not, will be using uh, this ad type. Okay, so a little bit about Amazon DSP for those that don't know Amazon DSP, but Amazon DSP allow you to run ads to audiences. So you can run from bottom of the funnel to upper funnel, from ads on people who have Fire TV, who are in a specific audience, they buy in the grocery category on Amazon, and they buy keto products, and you have a keto product, and you want to target that. 
or they're fitness enthusiasts and they buy in the health category. You can also target at the bottom of the funnel. For example, you sell supplements and you could target people who bought my vitamin C three months ago, but they've not repurchased in the last 30 days. And I want to negate all the subscribe and save audiences. So you could do targeting from bottom of the funnel to the top. The problem with it is that a lot of times you don't see that attribution in DSP because it's at the bottom of the funnel. And if you're doing upper funnel ads, you don't see that attribution. And people can't always understand what the, what the benefit is. So this is just technical, really. Like the Amazon Marketing Cloud works on a, what's called a clean room. So this is basically when Apple removed the ability for Facebook to do like a lot of retargeting, right? A lot of people experience that, and it's because of cookies. They follow people around. What Amazon is doing here is it's a clean room. It's putting all the data from customers in an anonymized way where you can't tell who it is, et cetera, and it's compliant, and then you're able to access that data using, it all goes into AWS, like a bucket of all the data there, and you can query that data using the Amazon Marketing Cloud. And that's a little bit about the reporting. So the reporting comes in SQL, actually, and you actually query the data using SQL, so it's a little bit different than any other type of reporting that you have. And you really have, you can access a tremendous amount of information, pretty much any information on the customers you can access using AMC. So this is an example, a case study. I actually took it from Amazon's website about AMC. And it talks about Spoonful One, a big brand. And what they realized is that when they did display ads only, or when they did sponsor products only, they got a certain amount of sales. But when they did them both together, people were three times more likely to purchase a product when they had those two ad types together. But you couldn't see that alone in the DSP attribution data. You could only see that using the Amazon Marketing Cloud. So they were able to see 85% of the audience saw display ads, only 12% saw sponsor products, 4% saw both, and they were able to, they were three times more likely to buy. And so they knew how these ads work together. So today you don't know when you have sp sponsored product ad and sponsored brand, you don't have the data on how these two are working together. Are you getting more sales when these two are working together or are you not? You don't have that in the attribution data. With Amazon Marketing Cloud, you will. So let's talk about some of the use cases. Here's one. So an interesting use case is here's a brand that's running a TV ad and they're also running sponsored products. And what you could do is you can figure out, okay, if somebody buys who started with a TV ad and then they also clicked on sponsor product, I'm going to attribute 30% of the 30% of that sale, the attribution, towards the streaming TV ad and 70% towards the sponsor product ad. So you can start playing around with the percentages that you give on the attribution to figure out what your ROAS is for these different ad types. So instead of having a model like today that we have 100% of the credit goes to the last touch, you can say, I want to give 100% of the credit to the first touch, or I want to give 50%, or I want to give 70-30. And so you can figure out different models of how to better attribute your advertising spend to your, to your sales. Okay, you can also better understand the customer lifetime value. So in this case here, we see, we understand that my average customer lifetime is 34 months. That's how much they spend. And I just have a much better idea. How frequent do they buy? How often do they buy? How many products are they buying on average? Like you, you have, you'll have a much better understanding because all of this data is within AMC. And the amazing thing about it is that the way to, you can query this data to really pull anything you want and very customized types of reporting. 
Here's another report. So BOF is the bottom of the funnel. That's like a retargeting ad, sponsored brand, sponsored display, sponsored product, and then top of funnel, like awareness ads. You can even see with the different ad types that you're running, when do people buy the product? From anywhere from under a minute from seeing, from interacting with the ad up to seven days plus. So this can help you better understand your products because not everybody should be doing retargeting ads. If most of the people that are interacting with your sponsored products are buying within 24 hours or less, you probably don't need to do retargeting ads or even within an hour if most people. But if you have a product that's $1,000, people are probably not interacting that way. So you can better understand when people are actually buying and based on that, what are the ads that I should be, that I should be running? And you can see what the awareness, it's a really long-term play, right? Most of the people in this case with the top of funnel are, it's seven days plus, right? So those awareness ads, sometimes you don't even see the attribution because attribution is only 14 days with DSP. With AMC though, one of the things I'll show you here is that you can go back as long as you want, up to a year and see how people who interacted with sponsored products or with DSP, if they bought your product, right? So again, not everybody is buying within the attribution window in the first place. So here's another interesting piece of data you can get. So you can see what type of audiences are searching for your brand. And then after you see this, you can then target these audiences using Amazon DSP, et cetera, or even Facebook, right? Or whatever ad platforms you're using. So in this case, we see that in-market audience, that's what it's called IM, LS is lifestyle audience. So in this case, in-market audience, 50 years old, active and healthy living products. That's what they're in market for. It's an audience segment within Amazon. They had 211 orders, 151 were new to brand, and then 60 are repeat. So you can see who are your customers that are buying repeat, who are your customers that are new to brand, and then you can actually target those audiences in AMC, in DSP, sorry. Okay, you can also see new to brand metrics down to the search term. So currently, the only ad type on Amazon that shows you new to brand metrics is sponsored brands. You can see sponsored products, new to brand customers. Okay, so in this case, you can see your search terms and what's driving the most new to brand orders and repeat orders. So you can better understand which keywords are actually ones that are driving the most new to brand customers, which keywords are the ones driving the most repeat customers. This is especially good with repeat order type products, right? With supplements or health and beauty. There's some other things here from Amazon. There's additional paid features within AMC. So everything in AMC is ad-related data, but with flexible shopping insights, you can see ad-related data and you can also see organic-related data, not just ads. There's an additional basically paid feature you can even see here, we didn't talk about really so much on the retail, but Yadin mentioned retail. You could incorporate Foursquare. And so if your brand sells in retail, they can match up the credit card that the customer is using to the same credit card they have in Amazon and match up your in-store sales to ads that they saw from Amazon DSP and on Amazon. So some of this data that's additional paid data is you can compare your audiences that are buying that, are, that see ads and audiences that don't see ads and how they interact, how they're different. And in this case, we see those that are exposed to advertisements are seeing, on average, 50% more spend from that customer that sees ads, greater engagement, and a 10% lift in conversions. So you can compare, okay, people that saw ad or people that found me organically, how does that audience differ? You can also go back further in the attribution, okay? So 
you want to see all these metrics, page views, add to carts, purchases, subscribe and save actions, add to wish list, add to gift list. And then you can also pull those audiences and you can target those with DSP. You have to have enough traffic and enough of an audience, but if you have a really high selling product, you can target people with, with that AMC audience. You can create an audience there of just people who added my product to cart. I don't want to retarget anybody that was on the listing and didn't add the product to cart. Or I want to target just people that added the product to the to wish list or a gift registry. And you can go back further on the look back. So you probably have sales today that come from people who have interacted with your ads more than seven days, more than 14 days. And again, you're not seeing that true attribution. And that's why the title of this was, we're going to shift from being ROAS focused, tacos focused, to being customer journey focused because of this new technology that Amazon is putting out. As far as accessing the tools, so my advice is right now, unless you have higher DSP budgets, probably not worth paying for AMC data because most providers, and we're also building API into it today, we can get the data, but it's very manual today. But a lot of software companies are currently building software that will be able to query and get the data in an easier way. So today you have to pay more for the data. For example, we use Perpetua to help manage ads, and Perpetua charges like $3,000 for a quarterly report. So unless you're spending higher amounts on DSP, it doesn't make sense to pay for the data. But if you are spending 25, 50,000 plus a month on DSP, it, makes, it does make sense. But my prediction is that, or if you have an Amazon DSP rep, they might be able to get it for you for free as well. So if you have a DSP rep and you have spend there, they might be able to get it for you. But my prediction is in the next year, you're gonna see the pricing come down as people build into the API. And most tools will have what's called like a freemium model. They're gonna show you some stuff that's available because a lot of people want that kind of data, and it'll be free. And then there's going to be paid modules for more custom type of reports because you can really pull so much different data from Amazon Marketing Cloud. There is also a course, if you want to learn more, in the Amazon Learning Console. They just put it out within the last couple of weeks. So if you want to learn more about it, you can also take the course. My director of Amazon Ads on our team just got the certification. And you can go and you can learn more about it. And there's a lot of valuable information there. This is not so related to AMC, but it's a pro tip that I want to give you. This is a screenshot from a report. We blocked out the name, but screenshot from a report that Amazon gave us, Amazon DSP rep gave us on our customer. It's called the competitor analysis report. If you have a DSP rep or sometimes an Amazon ads rep, which they'll a lot of times reach out to you, you can ask them for this report. And what this report's going to show you is those different, each of these different pie charts is a different brand and how your competitor brands, they're not gonna tell you the name, but how your competitor brands spend money on whether it's on sponsored products, sponsored brand, DSP, sponsored display, what are the benchmarks? In this case, it's in the betting category. What is the, how much money do they spend, ad spend year to date? I think a lot of us would wanna know how much our competitors are spending. And then also, in this case, sponsor brand click share. How much click share am I getting from sponsor brand? So different data points that Amazon can share with you as well. So that's on AMC, and I wanted to take the rest of the time to talk a little bit about how we're using AI in the business. I know there was a whole talk on AI, so I'm going to touch on just a few things related to, to Amazon advertising and AI. Okay, so here's a prompt. You're a marketer writing copy, targeting an audience of young, busy moms. Write me 10 examples of a tagline that might drive sales 
for a diaper dispensing product advertised and sponsored branded on Amazon. And ChatGPT gives us the data. In this case, it's too long. We probably should ask for 50 characters here. But we say shorten it, and then it gives it to us. There's a lot of use cases for, for using, obviously, ChatGPT. One thing that I do recommend is always ask to give me five, give me 10. Don't just give me one thing. Another thing is setting up ChatGPT as you're an expert marketer or whatever it is that you want ChatGPT to be when they give you this data. We also use this for which words might we want to negate for campaigns ahead of even creating the campaigns. There's also a Bing add-on that now can check websites. So before you couldn't check websites, now there's a Bing add-on in beta that can actually go to the website, to somebody's website, and give you the who the audience is for the site or give you a bunch of information based on it. You can ask ChatGPT to give you a Google Sheets formula that's going to do different things that you want to do within, like in this case, sort my keywords by search volume and word count. Another tip is to tell ChatGPT, here's something I want to do. Ask me the 10 most important questions I need to know so that you can write a better response for me. And then ChatGPT will ask you a bunch of questions. You give it back the information, and you'll get, those, you'll get better responses that way. Here's another example. So here we said, find the following ASIN on Amazon. Suggest three potential target audiences for this product. And it can browse. And it gives us information. Here's the different audiences. You can use that in your images. You can use that in how you write your copy. And again, it's giving, it's giving you the information. And then we write list 10 potential sponsor brand taglines that include the keyword games for kids. It's giving us those taglines. Write a creative brief for a photo shoot, okay, for a lifestyle photo shoot. So we use a lot of ChatGPT. We do creative work as well. And I go into our ChatGPT account. I see our team just like using ChatGPT to help write our creative briefs that we give to our designers. You could do the same. Here's how you access Bing. So I believe you need a paid account, which is 20 bucks a month for GPT-4. Then you go to the settings right next to your name, and you turn on Browse with Bing. And, and then you can actually have ChatGPT search websites. OK, this is another thing we did with AI. Our team asked for some, what are, and we always want to level up our team. What are some internal trainings that we could do for our team? Not always related just to Amazon, right? So we asked ChatGPT, find me some courses, find me some skills that we can level up our team with. The prompt, you're the head of HR at a fast-growing agency, write an outline for internal training programs with links for skills like communication, customer service, time management, and boom, it gave us all the courses for our team to take. Another tool that we use is called Meet Cody. So we developed this internal website, and basically Meet Cody is an AI tool that you can give it all your SOPs, your internal, your internal sort of handbook for your business. So we load all our SOPs into Meet Cody. And then when we have a team member that wants to know how to do something, especially a new team member, they're able to search this like internal page we built. And they're just, they just do a search, and they get their answer. And they don't need to wait to ask somebody. 24-7 internal chatbot. And we know it's going to be accurate because it's just accessing our own SOPs. I hope you enjoyed this talk. If you have any questions relating to the Amazon Marketing Cloud or Amazon Advertising, you can uh, find me on social media. You can also email us at hello at incrementumdigital.com. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the e-commerce mindset podcast.